Hey everyone, welcome to the Basically Bookish podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And we're going to be chatting all things bookish. This is episode 46 of the Basically Bookish podcast. And today we are talking about part two of our Over It and Obsessed With It episode. Um, Today we're going to be chatting about all of the things that we're currently obsessed with so if you (laughs) suffered through the over it and you you survived and now you're ready for some more positive uplifting yeah uplifting or maybe it not like if if you weren't obsessed with them you might not care at all so whatever but these are our lists this is what we came up with and I'm sure there's like 10 million other things, but when I try to think of things, it flies <laughs> out of my head. So I know it's like on any given day, there's like a million things that you think. I feel like, yeah, I love that. I love this. I love that. And then uh-huh. you like make a list. It's like, what are letters? How do I form words? No, I what? feel the same way about <laughs> birthday lists because at any given time, I can think of a million things that I want. And then when someone asks for a birthday list, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So this is anytime I'm called upon to give an account of something, I can't do it. (laughs) No, brains just freeze up. All right. I'm going to have you go. (laughs) Okay. Um, We'll just start off random. I like, I didn't think about this until I was trying to think of something but covers without like actual like models on them. That's one of mine. Like, <laughs> there have been some really good ones lately. Like it used yeah. to be back in the day when there weren't people on the cover, it was some chintzy, like looked like it was yes. a reader's digest nonsense. Or like a horrible landscape. Yeah, it was yeah. lame. And you would never want to pick it up in a million years. But now they're doing some really great ones, like mm-hmm. Nicole Deese's ones and mm-hmm. Amanda Dykes. Like, yeah, there's some really great ones. And the one I'm that kind I had of in mind them. was um, the oh, the Penny Dreadful, the Dread Penny Society series. Yeah, those ones and are great. Too. Obviously, like the Melissa Tag Window ones have been fabulous. Oh. Yeah. And it's just like, there's just so simplistically beautiful, but also like, because it takes out, I feel like a, I feel like more and more some of the like cover models have been, it's gotten a little hokey yes. in some ways. Like they aren't as great as they used to be. And so I kind of like not having to be like, oh, well, her face is weird, but otherwise it's a pretty cover. Yeah, it's like, don't don't you look at the expressions that's on their faces? Some of them look like, I don't know. They look uncomfortable. They look like they're lost. They look like they might be passing gas. Like, who knows? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> you remember that one cover? <laughs> the train that had the like round smoke billowing out. Yeah. Was, like coming from the back of the model. <laughs> it totally looked wrong on every level. <laughs> I don't remember who that was, but it was hilarious. I like laughed out. My guess would be it might have been one of the orphan train books, but maybe not. I didn't hate it. No, because it wasn't one we read. Okay. It wasn't wasn't an author that I read. Maybe it was was... probably a love inspired. (laughs) 
it might have been a Carrie Taransky one or yeah. somebody like her. I don't know. If someone, <laughs> if someone finds the cover with the uh, smoky, <laughs> smoky train, uh, <laughs> let us know because <laughs> we can't remember. But yeah, I totally agree with this one. I, I had it on the list as well because I think because I'm so over, as I said, the people with no faces, um, that these, it just eliminates the element altogether. And I have really enjoyed seeing how creative people, people can be with a cover that has no model. I mean, mm-hmm. I think sometimes they can be more eye-catching because they're different than some of the ones that get lost in the shuffle, especially in the historical genre, where you're just slapping yeah. a model with an appropriate like hat or whatever for the time period and a weird dress in front of something that doesn't look natural. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Let me see what I've got here. My phone went to sleep. So I was like, oh, oh, okay. This in general, but pre-order goodies. I'm really enjoying the fact that like, if you are one who pre-orders, which I typically don't. So like, do what I say, not what I do. Um, that a lot of authors are having just fun pre-order stuff like bookmarks or sometimes even more little swag things. And it's been fun to see whatever it is because a lot of people pre-order books anyway. And so, um, you get this fun stuff for something that you would have done in the first place. I don't know if it's great incentive to order. But it is a nice bonus, I guess I would say. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I've never like looked at them and been like, ooh, I wish I had whatever the swag is. Cause it's usually just like, I don't know, stuff I wouldn't like bookmarks. I don't need another one or like some random thing. So I'm not like super into it personally, but I also like get it. If you're, if you are pre ordering it, why not get some bonus goodies? Well, I think that by default, a lot of teams that you're on will go ahead and send the influencers the pre-orders. And so we get them even if we don't pre-order them. And I'm all about the goodies. I I like extra bookmarks. I do not care for the ones from the publishers. I like it when they have extra ones made that are different. Yeah. They don't have the stupid thing on the back you know yeah if it's like a nice bookmark yeah but if it's just like a promo bookmark I'm like into the trash you go (laughs) actually no I like actually have a box that has a whole bunch of random author promo stuff that I probably should throw away 90% of but I just stuffed it in there because I felt bad (laughs) I feel like we should just gather all of our stuff and do like a an episode where we just like bring the box of book swag, like a scavenger hunt type deep dive into the box and whatever you pull out, you have to describe and say what book it was from. That could be entertaining. It could be really entertaining. It could be really weird also. You never know what's in that box. Gosh, I, I wonder what I did with all those empty popcorn bags. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, we will never let that one go down. You had like four of them at one point. It was ridiculous. And none of them were filled with popcorn. If you're going to send me a bag of popcorn, it has to have popcorn or a bag for popcorn. It needs popcorn in it. Or send some popcorn with it. I don't want to hear yeah, about it's not anymore. like it's hard to send like unpopped. Like it's not hard. That would be like, I don't know, sending you a tea bag with no tea in it because tea is your favorite thing, like sweet tea. It would be like, yeah. that. that's how I felt. Why are you bothering to send me this empty popcorn bag with no popcorn? You know how cheap popcorn is? You could have like thrown like a fourth of a cup of kernels in there and I could have had a bowl, yeah. but that didn't happen. <laughs> Put, you could have had it in the bag you could have had and with how many you had you could have like had a fun little movie night with the kids yeah. and you had your little bag of popcorn this is great yeah and it's not like I'm being a brat like give me give me give me I would rather have not had the bag at all than to have the empty bag <laughs> this is where I'm coming from it was like it's, a taunt it's really because I just love popcorn so much <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay gosh. I feel like it's got to be your turn again I just it is rambled um, let's see okay I am obsessed I feel like it's been a trend in some recent or more recent books where the characters don't do the predicted expectable expected like stupid reply like response to circumstances where like they're mature adults and they handle things well and they discuss things I don't know what happened. It got through some authors' heads and they're not just doing stuff for the drama. Like they're letting characters have like adult reactions to things instead of teenage reactions to things. And I'm literally obsessed with it. Like anytime it happens, I like my opinion of the book jumps like 4,000 degrees. Like yeah. even if I was hating it, I'll still like it better. Like yeah. if you do that. Agreed. So, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that happened in the Nicole Deese book. I was I like, oh, this is about to go off the rails. And it did not go off the rails. Not to say that there wasn't conflict, because there was, but they handled the conflict like normal people should. Exactly. It was just so well done. You know, it just adds a layer of authenticity when the characters are more genuine and they have actual responses that people can identify with because I would venture a guess that there's more people who handle things rationally than just like oh I don't know shall we say throw their hands up freak out and run out of a room I have never seen well I have seen it I have seen my child do it he cannot deal and he automatically starts crying and then leaves the room and that is how I I just I feel like only a child would do it so yeah Yeah. maybe they're mimicking their toddlers actions when they write things that are irrational but I agree with you it's so nice to see it done not that just such a great moment when you're like oh no oh no oh no wait okay cool so we can talk about this or maybe you don't have to break up just because something didn't go exactly right or maybe we don't have to like 
blow up because you didn't know the whole story three seconds after meeting someone like yeah <laughs> maybe they took a while to reveal something to you guess what most people don't just spill their entire life story within the first couple of times of meeting someone true maybe i'm crazy but i also like i've seen it too where they will have the character still jump to a slight conclusion, but then stick around for an explanation. And then things are just sorted. And I'm like, this is what should happen because I am a big jumper to conclusions because I always try to think five steps ahead of a disaster. So I'm always jumping to conclusions, but it doesn't follow that it makes you an idiot afterwards. Like you don't have to be the idiot. Like you could listen to the explanation and then work it out. And that has been nice a few times lately to see that. Yeah. Or even like if you're not in the moment and they just like find out a piece of information and they like start to be like, oh, but what about, but like, no, we'll wait and I'll talk to them about this. And we'll like, let them me see what she has to say or he has to say yeah. about it. It's like, yeah, you can be like, oh no, this might have something bad like happening. But then you're like, but I'm not gonna say it's happening until I know it's happening. Exactly, yeah. Okay, um, let's see. Okay, uh, this one, uh, it's kind of a two part, but I'll just, I'll, I'll go with the first one. Um, the Victorian era, I'm just really into it right now. I, yeah, I think after our binge of Miss Scarlet and the Duke, um, it was just like, I don't know. I, it's not like I haven't seen Victorian stuff before, but that one was just so like my taste and like the costumes and like the atmosphere like it kind of is still in my mind and so I can kind of like feel the atmosphere of the books a little bit more after watching that show and so I just have been really enjoying it it's I feel like it's a little more moody than the Regency like there's usually a little more angst but not a lot and um I don't know it it a lot of times comes hand in hand with some kind of mystery element as well so I just, I'm loving it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny because I was going to say Regency is something <laughs> that I'm like, more newly obsessed with. And so like, either like right now, like all I want to read is either Regency or rom-com, which are, they're like two different time periods, like so badly, but like, that's all I want. I'm like, yeah. I'm obsessed with like, it's just like weird like normally I'm like I'll just read whatever genres like whatever I don't care I'll just whatever's coming out I'll read but like lately I have been just like give me all of the Regency and all of the rom-com and I don't care about anything else yeah it's it's not a bad thing no there's some just great genres and sometimes like I feel like we get in these times where like you're really liking a genre and not that you like don't always like it but then it's like when you go back to it's just it's another genre and you can read it but yeah. like it's always fun when you're like in that it's well it's fun if you can find the books that fit the genre you're in the mood for because it really sucks if you're in the mood for a genre and yeah. can't find a good one to save your life I but feel like the Victorian era is not as popular as Regency at yeah. least in the kind of books that I read um so Maybe that'll be like an up and coming trend. 
because I feel like there have been more and more recently so yeah yeah I mean we can hope so and it's not like you'll get burnt out on them because there's only so many it's true whose turn is it because we kind of both went (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I mean I can go I don't care I kind of jumped on the piggybacked on yours so um let's see I mean, this is something I've always been obsessed with, but it always bears mentioning well done meat cutes. Mm. Like I am 100% here for a well done meat cute. I, I don't know what it is. Just like, give me the like awkward little funny moment of the meeting. And I'm just like gritting like a fool. Melissa Tag does them so well. Pepper Basham's had a couple really great ones. Um, but yeah, I'm always down for a meet cute. Yeah. I was reading, well, I wasn't reading, it was an audiobook last night on my way to my mom's house. And it was a meet cute. And I was like, I probably looked like a weirdo because I was like laughing as I was driving and no one was in the car with me. But it was just so funny like a child's hat had blown into the ocean and he went out to rescue the child's hat for her which was a very nice thing to do and then realizing as he's out in the waves like he can't swim back if he's holding the hat so he has to put it on his head (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh like this is so great Imagining a grown man wearing a child's hat swimming. Swimming back in the ocean. And then, of course, you know, the older sister is on the beach by the time he gets back with the hat on his head. So, of course, there's your meat cute. (laughs) I think it's harder to find like an interesting one in a historical than a contemporary. Every now and then there's one that's fun like that. Yeah, I feel like historical is a lot more. They have to like their their interactions are limited because of like whether it's like Regency and you only are allowed to speak to them at a ball or mm-hmm. it's like the West and you only come to town once a month. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some more limitations on it. Whereas contemporary, you can just go to town. <laughs> you can do anything. The world is your oyster. It's true. Okay, my next one kind of follows my Victorian era, but I am kind of obsessed with, uh, well, I guess it's a series, but this series by Clarissa Kay, which is like Victorian uh, fairy tale retellings. I just finished the second one. Um, and they're just really different and good. So I, I don't know if many people know about her I didn't know about her I think she writes some other stuff which may not be the same I feel like there might be some paranormal stuff in there which I wouldn't probably pick up but I think she also does um some romance type stuff so I haven't really looked into what else she has because I've been busy with the first two books but the covers on them are fabulous and they've had like a continuing plot thread even though the characters and the situation is slightly changing. So um, it's just been really one of those interesting historicals 
to get into. And I don't like fairy tales, but they're so loosely based on a fairy tale that I'm like, yes, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> I don't need you to follow things exactly. Um, loosely is good. Like little nods here and there are fine with me. And that's yeah. kind of what's happening with that series. So I kind of, I don't, I haven't really done a lot of research to see like if she's announced what would be next. Like I, there has to be another one because things were not wrapped up. So I'll be interested to see like where she you hope there's another one. Yeah, that would be bad. Um, where she is headed, which fairy tale she's headed to next. But man, those covers have been, if nothing else, it makes you want to read the book just looking at the covers. Yeah. They're on my TBR which I probably will get to soon because I finished all my review books. So. I want someone else to read them because I, I, my fear is that they hit me the right way and they won't hit anyone else the right way. And they'll be like, what are you, what? This is not what you said it was or, but I don't know. So I need some, some opinions from some peoples to read it. That'll be what I'll pick next. Affirm so it or anything. tell me that I'm crazy. <laughs> You know, I'll tell you either way, because <laughs> I have come back at you and been like, were you drunk when you were reading? <laughs> that was not at all what you said. And then at the times so I'm like, no, 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 you were right. That was really good. Yeah, this is why I don't know which way it'll land. But I feel like the interest of the story is intriguing enough to draw you in. Um, so. It just probably will depend on the pacing for you. We'll see. But I, I feel like it was good. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'll pick it up this week because I need a Kindle book to read next anyway, and I have it downloaded from Kindle Unlimited. So, we'll see Give what it happens. <laughs> um, okay. I really like when there is like interesting history tidbits put into a book, but done in like an authentic way, like not just throwing in history in there just to like inform the reader of the research you did but like anytime that I can like learn a cool historical tidbit from a fiction book it's amazing and I mean I'm a history nerd so kind of makes sense but I just like I get really excited when there's like obscure history included in yeah a historical yeah. fiction I feel like Elizabeth Camden is the queen of dropping in random historical things that you would never yeah. search or find. <laughs> never on I feel like it is a little hit and miss with some of them like being interesting and some of them maybe a little info dumping, but um, you can yeah. say that likely is not, there's always something in one of her books that you did not know. It's true. Even if you've like, learned about whatever the setting is that she's doing there's always some weird unique yeah thing. yeah I I have found a lot of her books interesting for that alone some of the books I'm like I don't like these characters at all but this is interesting like, yeah. who knew about harvesting pearls from oysters not me <laughs> yeah. and the, all of the food and drug testing in the last series like that was yeah. really interesting to me <laughs> I don't know why I know I was like it was weirdly fascinating but if you would have told me like do you want to read about like the formation of the FDA I would have been like yeah. hard pass. 
And then did it make you want to just like stop eating anything that wasn't like an organic apple? <laughs> Maybe there's some things we don't want to learn. No, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'll probably never be able to eat, which is not true, like Cheetos or something again, because who knows what's in those. Just ignorance is bliss and we just eat them and don't even think about it. Yeah, yeah true okay oh this one you won't agree with but I put it on there anyway um <laughs> audio review books <laughs> um I was not a big fan of audiobooks as still very hit and miss depending on the narrator so like take this for what it is but um I've been trying to do more reviewing for audiobooks which I don't really know if that's a thing, but it, it should be a thing. But whenever I have the possibility of reviewing an audiobook that's something I would naturally read, I have been signing up for it because um, I just, I have a lot of time like getting ready in the morning or meal prepping or whatever it is where I cannot read, but I feel like I can get something else done if it's an audiobook. Is it my preferred method? No, but. Beggars can't be choosers sometimes. Beggars can't be choosers. I've also found like with the Regency type books, um, they usually get narrators that are not terrible. And most of the time they're like British. So it's not as cringy as some of the ones for some of the contemporaries that I've tried. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't like actually have anything against audiobooks. Like I almost sometimes wish I liked audiobooks. But years of childhood being forced to listen to people read me things have completely ruined being read to. And also I read at such a fast pace that it's like excruciating to like listen to someone else read something that I could have read, even if I speed them up like still could have read in like half the time and it's just like really fast like to the point that you can't understand them so I kind of doubt that but well like I'll look at like how long the recording is and then like it's like a nine hour recording and I could read it in like two and a half hours yeah but that's not at that speed but yeah like if I sped it up to like times two then you're still talking like four and a half hours so I don't know I just I've always for me it's not about reading it fast it's about multitasking I don't really care how fast it gets done it's more about the fact that I can do it and do something else that I wouldn't ordinarily be able to read while I was doing so it's not in place of a book for me it's in addition to what I'm doing that's why I don't really care how long it takes or what so I think it if you yeah, if you're trying to replace a book that you could have gotten done, then yeah, I could see how that would be obnoxious to like have it take longer um, because it would just take longer. (laughs) (laughs) Not not my problem. My problem is having no time to get anything done. That's true. So I, I usually listen to it when I get put my makeup on or get the kids' lunches ready. And even if I have five minutes, it's five minutes that I was making progress on something that I didn't have 
before. So, yeah. but there's not, in my opinion, that I have found enough of the good books that I can find for review or for free. So that's why audio is not like my <laughs> end all be all because I'm not going to pay a bunch of money for a bunch of audiobooks when I can just read them. So expensive. so expensive. So oh, expensive. Which I mean, it makes sense. They have to like pay the person to read them and that probably costs a lot of money and whatnot. But still, I like sometimes we'll like look at the price and like, who? Who would spend this? Yeah. Much money? $12, $16. Like a cheap one is seven or eight. I mean, it's nonsense. So they have some on Hoopla, but not good ones usually. <laughs> and I, yeah. I have to go. JJ has Audible. And so there's one credit a month and he was really stingy about it. But then I think he felt guilty because he was like, you can have my credit this month. And I was like, I don't want your pity credit. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh. oh gosh. Yeah. Like I said, I wish I liked them. Like, because for that reason, like you could get them done at random times and like when you have a long drive or something. But it's also like, I am such a visual learner that like, if I listened to it, you couldn't pay me to tell you what I listened to. Like, I would have been like, something happened. I, like my mind just wonders and I cannot, like, I would miss chunks of the book and then have no idea what was going on. Yeah. That would be a problem. It it has been. I tried. I think there's one book that I tried to listen to, and I was just like, next thing I know, I was like, what? What happened? I don't. I don't know what we're doing now. <laughs> it was bad. But you know, they're a good tool for some people, and it's a good like, tool for what I, I have. No problem. I'll say that for exactly. what I need it for, it works. It will not replace my reading time, though. No, nothing like actually sitting down to read. No. Okay, this one might be slightly like people will probably think I'm a little bit crazy, but I actually really love the like almost kiss moments <laughs> in books. Like, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but like when they're done well, like they can like build up to the actual kiss happening and I really like there have been like a few lately that have just been like really good and you're like normally you'd be like no just actually you want them to actually kiss but it's like somehow they make the fact that they didn't even better I feel like I'm more tolerant of it in books than movies for sure exactly so yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times in movies, it's some dumb interruption that's like, oh, yeah. okay, are we really doing this? But. I feel like she did it. Esther Hatch did a great job in The Proper Scoundrel of kind of building mm -hmm. up in those moments. And that was probably better than if they had actually kissed multiple exactly. times. So, yeah. <laughs> if it was always done like that, yeah. <laughs> because you get more of those moments than you would if they were constantly kissing. It would be sometimes unrealistic and most of the time inappropriate yeah. <laughs> almost ones like you can have an unlimited well not an unlimited but like a larger quantity of them <laughs> they're like, almost kissing <laughs> <laughs> no 
imagine just like a book that's just like oh I can't even like figure out how that would even remotely try to work <laughs> <laughs> might get given at that point or like just kiss already and be done Imagine like our conversation if we were like reading a book like oh my god say Frankie almost kissed again it's only been a paragraph (laughs) (laughs) you can have a higher quantity of them without being like oh my gosh these people won't get their hands off of each other yeah it's true the missed opportunities are a little more lenient than the constant uh yeah actually going through with it Okay, let's see. Oh, I put the library on here because I've been to the library several times in the last couple of weeks and it's been very helpful to my life. So normally I think because the library was closed for so long and then I just wasn't going to it because of COVID and all the things. Um, But man, I was able to like check out a cookbook that I needed last week, which Y'all, I don't know if you know this, but you can check cookbooks out from the library. I did it again this week. It was another cookbook and I was like, "Eh, I wouldn't buy this, but I might check it out and see if it was good. And it had a recipe that uses tomatoes. And I I feel like I need that in my life. You have enough tomatoes. JJ's garden is slowly sucking my soul because I have to find things to do with all of the tomatoes. Um, so library has been kind of a, kind of a good thing lately. I, my next plan is to put a hold on, I'm going to try to find one of the Magnolia cookbooks because I think I want to do the second one because I, I think my mom has the first one and I haven't even thumbed through the second one. So I'm like, I'm going to put a hold on it at the library because surely they have that one. True. I think I got my boss that for Christmas or birthday one year or something. So I keep meaning to like go through it at her house and just like take pictures of the recipes. Yeah. It's like I have the first one, but I I didn't want to like spend the money to buy the second one because honestly, like the amount of times that I actually pull out a cookbook and use it, it's ridiculously slim. I'm gonna go to Pinterest. Exactly. (laughs) Which is why I'm like, if if I went and got the book and thumbed through it and there was multiple things I would make and it was I loved it, then yeah, I would consider buying it or asking for it as a gift. But I don't want to just buy it willy-nilly. And then you get them and there's two recipes you would ever make and you'd make them once a year. So yeah. It's not like something you can preview on because like they're not going to show you all the recipes online. They want buy it so yeah the library would make sense for that I actually went to the library for the first time in forever as well like I requested they order a book and they did and then they I got like the first dibs at it so I appreciate the library now like currently too because I haven't like gotten anything out of the library in so long because our library just doesn't order the things that I read typically like I'll like look through their collection and it's all like lame their christian fiction is basically limited to like the old stuff that's been there forever the lori wicks lori wick and tracy peterson and just all the people that i would not read so it was nice to actually like get a book out of the library ours is really good about if you request it they 
I don't think I've ever had them not buy it. So I don't know if people just don't request books that often or if they have a decent budget for buying books, but they usually will buy it if you request it at ours, um, which is great, but great for the authors when <laughs> they ask you to request their books and then yeah. they do, but they don't always have everything in stock, but they'll ship from all the other libraries in the surrounding area and you just go pick it up. Um, yeah. So that makes it helpful because they don't really keep a lot of good stuff in stock, in my opinion. This is why like people don't know how to work the library the right way. They go in, they don't see what they want, and they're like, that sucked. And it's like, no, make them bring it to you. <laughs> <laughs> make them do the work for you. Exactly. And then you don't have to go through the shelves and feel stupid because you can't remember the alphabet when you get surrounded by piles of books. I would dearly love them to start sorting my genre I mean you know how I yeah. am sorting my collection by author alphabetically like I that's how I do it but it would be a world easier if they could sort by genre like if it was like a bookstore where there was like a religious fiction section and a historical fiction section like yeah just make it easier on people the only thing they do is put sometimes they'll put like those little stickers and like the, the inspirational ones have the dove. <laughs> that or ours also has like a cross one that says Christian. Uh, or sometimes they'll put like the heart and say romance on it. <laughs> like it's just like, but what kind of romance? Like, can we have like a steam level? Like, is this right. a good one? Is it not? I feel like we should just be in charge of the library system and tell them what to do. Yeah. We're to be a better place. I used to always like want to, like, I'd be like, it'd be so cool to like work in a library. But then I'm like, to get a librarian degree, it's so much freaking work. And I was like, heck to the now. I feel like you have to have your master's at least minimum now almost. Yeah. So I will say I would love to like volunteer to come in after the library closes and reshelve the books because we all know how much I like to shelve books. <laughs> like if I could just come in and shelve your books for you, that'd be fantastic. I will also say when I am at a library and they don't have series in order, I rearrange them in order. Doing a public service. There you go. Can't have someone like reading a book series out of order. It'd be a crime. I mean, they should be smart enough to read the cover, but I know that that's not possible for everyone. Exactly. Yeah, libraries are good. Uh, let's see. I mean, on the thread of library and librarians, I love when you have like the bookish character because mm -hmm. it's just always fun to like relate to something that the character like, it's just always you're like, hey, they have something that I have. So I'm always, and let's be honest, I, I like the nerdy guy characters. Like I, I have a thing for them. So not mad about that when that happens either. Yeah, those are great. I don't think there's enough of them. They, don't, aren't. Get their, they don't get their dues, but they're great when they happen. They I'm like, they need they're to, always the ones. I like it when they happen and they're like on the quiet side, but they still are funny not like mm -hmm. they're just broodingly quiet and like it comes across like you're kind of quiet and creepy 
yeah we don't want creepy people but <laughs> the, like kind-hearted quiet funny but doesn't realize he's funny character like I'm here for it all the time give me all of the nerdy bookish characters and they just make me happy so all right, my next one is um, authors or publishers who use Amazon print on demand uh, because <laughs> my book comes straight from Amazon to my hands and no one is losing it, okay? It's usually fast. Um, I don't know about the quality as opposed to something else, but usually like it's fairly decent quality, but I've had so many books lately that either are still in transit or maybe they're lost and I don't know. And still I'm found your man in school. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna have to like send an email and then they're gonna be like, it just COVID, it takes forever. Or or if it's lost, it's just lost. But like the print on demand ones, they come in that nice little Amazon envelope straight to my mailbox. And I have not had one of those get lost. Yeah. Those are those are nice. I don't really think I've had any books not come, so I don't have to deal with the other side of that, but I do appreciate when they just show up. From, it's like, I didn't order anything from I Amazon. Know. I know. <laughs> yeah. The first time Every it happened, time I was like, it. how did she, how did, what? And then I was like, oh, this must be print on demand, which is stupid because JJ uses that. So I'm like, I should know, like, but it's happened several times since then. And I'm like, it's the greatest thing because you don't, you literally have no idea what it is because it's, you know, it's a book and it's from Amazon and you're like, did I forget and order something? Did someone send me something? Is this from an author? Like, it's a total surprise because it could be anything in that envelope, but yeah. The mystery package. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, believable plot twists that, like, legitimately shock you. Where you're, like, you can still see, like, it's not, like, out of left field. Like, that makes no sense. But also, I didn't see that coming. I feel yeah. like there have been quite a few of them recently that I've been, like, dang, like, good job. Yeah, like, especially as, like our type, like personality types, like we do think ahead the five steps. Mm -hmm. So like, and maybe we had like, we'll have like an inkling, like something's up with so-and-so or this, that, and the other thing. But like, there have been like a few that I'm just like, okay, cool. That nope, did not actually guess that that was how it was going down. Yeah. So, I, I'm a big fan of that. I like being like surprised with a good plot twist. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, but I'm like, when it does, it's like the best. You just, I don't know. I like, I like not being able to figure something out, but it not being like the author totally like didn't give you information that tricked you or something, you know, like yeah. just enough subtle hints throughout it, like that you don't actually, and then when you like get the information, you're like, so that's why that and this and that and like the pieces make sense yeah like yeah those are the best i feel like that was that was my last one that i gave you before you oh that's your last one you don't want to yeah. no i mean it's 
we've been talking a while as well so we have yeah I mean the only thing I have left is friends to more stories so gosh those are so great they are good they're just like happy and like but can we say like the friends to more in the slow falling in love way not the I don't know I'm I I feel like I'm a little more picky about it like I kind of don't love it when one of them's head over heels and then they have to basically like kind of convince the other one to get on board because then one of them's yeah. playing catch up a little bit I like it more when neither one of them has a clue and they kind of or both of them do and they don't yeah both of them is fine or neither one is what I like exactly I don't dislike the other way because I do like friends to more, but I'm also like my favorite would be that they either both like each other or that neither of them have a clue and they kind of like discover it at the same time. Agreed. But it's just because then it's like they have all the history and it's not like a, like, oh, well, they still like each other in three years from now. It's like they've made it out this long in their friendship. Yeah. Like this thing's going to last. Yeah, so. I guess the moving from the friend zone area is always hard. Yeah. But, but when a good it's story. done well, it's like some of the best because it's just like the good parts of the romance, typically without like tons of the drama because the obstacle is that they're friends. Yeah. So I'm always down for that. I'm always down for any those, like, romance with less drama. <laughs> yeah, we'll take. Uh, she loves Yeah. Why is that not a thing? Why do we have to have I the don't. conflict? Do we need it? I don't know. They say we do. I don't believe them. I'm okay. I with mean, them. I don't want like just completely easy. Like there can be some like conflict, but not drama. Like minor conflict yeah. to make the story interesting. Kids can't just have like no roadblocks whatsoever. Otherwise, it, it would be boring. But I feel like I want like the Nicole Deese. Like I want the conflict, but I don't want it to always have to become an ultimatum for whether you continue a relationship. I feel yeah. like I want the conflict to exist also, like, but not not make that differentiation like oh because we had a problem we're breaking up like I want you to well, work it out. this relationship yeah like what? don't put the reader in peril that the relationship is just over put them in peril about how they're going to solve the conflict together and what that means going forward I would love yeah. to see more of that it's just it would be harder to write but I feel like we can do this and by we, I mean the authors, because I have <laughs> no talent and no say, but y'all yeah. can do it. <laughs> we believe in you. We are cheering, cheering you on from the side. Make them stick it out. Make them work it out. Don't let them run away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I feel like we had a pretty good variety of things. We did. We only had the one thing that was the same, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's true. And it was so a good for how hard, Yeah, for how hard it is for us to come up with, like, the good things to say. Yeah. The fact that we came up with this many different ones was pretty impressive, not gonna lie. Yeah, it was good. 
Um, I guess I don't really know how to wrap this one up. It's kind of, <laughs> I guess, again, yeah. like these are our opinions and you may have agreed with some and you might be obsessed with some of these things too, or these might be a list of things you're over. Um, <laughs> I was say, you might have swapped your list. Yeah. Who, who can say, but at the end of the day, um, I guess that's why there's a book for every person so we have all the variety of things so anyway i guess thanks for listening and we will be back next week with something else that's not a two-part episode likely hopefully hopefully just maybe we'll episode. be able to wrap ourselves up a little bit better yeah oh. yeah well thanks for listening bye <laughs>